0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Gaming Council. I am sad to announce that it's only two of us today. So we're going to call today's episode, uh, we're going to call it a side quest, which I am joined by the one and only Mikey B. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. And I am Joshua. And we are back in business. AD is not with us today, but he's here in spirit. You know, we're the council boys, so... AD's always here with us. I don't want that to seem like he's like gone or something, but he's just, he got the day off. So, So first of all, shout out to all of you who are interacting with us on Instagram. We see your responses to uh, some of the questions we post up. So, huge shout out to all you guys. Um, Mikey B, so uh, what have you been playing this weekend?
1: I've been testing out Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade was just released on Thursday. So I've been testing out about three to four games. I've been testing out Skate City, a game that's heavily influenced by the EA Skate series. I've been testing out Grindstone, which is a color matching game. I've been testing out Jenny LeClue, which is a Carmen San Diego modern point and click adventure game. And I've been testing out a game called Way of the Turtle, which is a auto-platforming game. So it's just similar to an auto runner where it's like a little bit more like slower paced. And there's a little bit more depth to it. Obviously, you're still just like timing your jumps, but you also have power ups. So in the first level, you you had like the ability to stop actually. Nice. And then this new power up in level two, you have the ability to kind of like sprint forward.
0: Kind of like a boost?
1: Kind of like, uh, like the Sonic Dash. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like you can like break Apple. through things. Yeah, right. kind of like that Sonic. Yes, nice. exactly. Cool, man. And then the last game I'm trying is uh, Dodo Peaks, which is a Cubert S like isometric platforming game. I gotta write that one down because I gotta play that one. So those are the games I've been touched on so far. I'm really enjoying the Apple Arcade. It's oh, and the last game I played, I actually played on my iPad, was uh, Sayonara Wild Pirates. Nice, which is a cool like anime music video arcade racer. Nice. So yeah, on all Arcade is uh living up to the uh, hype cool. for me so far.
0: Yeah, we'll uh we'll get into that. It's just a brief moment. I on the other hand have gotten myself super involved with Monster Hunt Monster Hunter now. I uh, decided to give the weapons a tutorial and uh, finally picked the what suits me and then I went to fucking work, bro. I found this hammer i'm slanging hammer dude like i am just oh uh, it's so much fun but it's frustrating because obviously hammers are like super heavy and like you got you can't maneuver as well but mm-hmm. it's it's awesome so hopefully i can uh try to rank up and get into iceborne because i really want to do that but on the other hand gears five is like creeping cr- like calling my name in my ears it's like by me are you okay Played, I played like, the first one, two. Three?
1: Oh, so you played the first one, then you kind of dipped.
0: Yeah, the second one was cool, and I think the third one was like, was like kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But you know, this new one's been getting some pretty good reviews, so I'm trying to get back into it because I feel like I haven't really spent as much time with shooters in a while. So hopefully, we can I can get back into it and see how it goes because I want to try Call of Duty too. So mm-hmm. again, huge shout out to everybody that reached out to us online on Instagram, but also. News update: We are now on Facebook. Drum roll, please. Mikey, be coming through with the drum roll. Facebook's live, yo, and so is our website. Our What's web-, that web address? There, they can see us on the old interwebs. Come find us at gamingcouncilpod.com, where you can see our lovely mugs and get a little more detailed idea of what we're trying to do here on the show, and uh, show some love. The, you know, We're going to pay attention to these analytics and see what's going on, and we're going to try to gain all access to E3. So the dream never dies. It's we're going to keep it moving. So, yeah, got some time. Check out the website, Uh, Facebook is now up also at the Gaming Console Podcast. Go hit the like button. Show us some love. Tell your mama. Tell your friends. Tell your aunties. Let them know that we are online. So the social platforms are all set. Hit us up and we're going to try to interact with most of you moving forward. So,
1: speaking of platforms, we're also on Apple Podcasts. It's big news. So like as always, like leave a review, show us our show the love to us as that really helps us out the uh, analytics, the SEO and gets us more people gets to see our content. So yeah, we, really we appreciate we really appreciate it when you do
0: those things yeah we'd really love you know for you guys to take the time to like subscribe and listen because uh, we're trying to be the number one gaming console podcast so we're trying to put the work in so there's some minor news of what's going on with us at the podcast so let's get down to it mickey b brought up the apple arcade which i started today and i've been able to you know get a couple games going but you're the you're the go-to expert. Let's talk about it. So, Apple, Apple Arc- Arcade.
1: Yeah, Apple Arcade. Uh, like, you, like you said, uh, like I said, came out on Thursday. It's the first month is free. Uh, it's playable on your iPhone. It's playable today on your iPad, and I've been hearing rumors that it's also playable on your Apple TV. The majority of the games have been supported by controllers. So if you're not a fan of touchscreen gaming or playing on a touchscreen, any more of a traditional gamer playing on a controller, majority of the games do support controllers and the controllers they support is the Xbox One S, the PlayStation 4, and any controllers you buy from the Apple Store, they should be usable on your phone, your MacBook, and your Apple TV, (laughs) iMac situation.
0: Something that was really cool, too, that I noticed when I got a grindstone is, like, they actually gave you a tutorial for whatever, like, whatever you're using to play with, right? So when I first opened the game up, it showed me how to play on the phone. Mm-hmm. It showed me how to play on the Apple TV remote, the controllers, and uh, the, oh, on the Mac. You mm-hmm. know, it shows you how to use the mouse to kind of do what you got to do, which I thought was pretty neat. They kind of, like, it's trying to cover all its grounds. Mm-hmm. So I could dig it.
1: Yeah, because that's the one thing that Apple really touting is this idea that in this kind of scenario that you're, like on, the, you're, you're on the bus or on the train. You're playing on your phone. Then you go to work. On your lunch break, you're playing on your iMac. Then you're back on the train, playing on your phone. And then when you're at home, maybe you have Apple TV set up. So you're playing on your Apple TV. So you're like, you always have access to this game consistently. All your progress is saved through iCloud. Which is a really clutch feature Feature that makes it enjoyable to play on all those platforms if you know your progress
0: is always being saved. That's nice, dude. I feel like having that is kind of like a huge step forward in like the kind of the way we game Mm on the phones. So I'm kind of hyped to see, you know, I'm going to try it on the Apple TV. Next, Let us know. That's, yeah, that's the
1: one uh, device I don't have. So I'd like to see what you think about that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to see how it goes. Because, like, it's interesting to see how you can play it on the, with the remote. Because the remote is, like, a fourth of, like, the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And, like, you literally just can hold it in one hand. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, uh, I don't know how, to, what, like. It kind of reminds
1: me of the Wii, I thought. Like, the, like uh, kind of like a, like a super slim down version of, like, the Wii remote.
0: Yeah, if you were to, like, flatten it. Yes. Yeah. And, like, cut it a little bit. It's exactly what it is, dude. It's just, like. It's all, like, motion, too, so I'll be interested to see how that works out. So me, personally, I've only played two games so far. Mm -hmm. Grindstone, which I fucking love. Like, the music's banging that we talked about earlier. Like, it's so dope. Uh, And I like that sort of puzzle-style game. Mm -hmm. I had a a Garfield game that was similar. And I'm going to go on the record to say that I played that game so much, and this is kind of, like, taking it a whole new level to the Garfield game. (laughs) Uh, I played uh, Frogger. Yes, Those are the two that I played today, and I got a demo of Skate City last week with you. But Frogger... Yeah, what's your thoughts on that one? Frogger's... I like it, man. I used okay. to play Frogger a lot for the PS1, mm-hmm. and uh, I loved it. Like, Obviously, the graphics were kind of shit, but now it's just sure. like... It's like a whole new experience now to play Frogger, because it's just like the puzzle seemed a little more intense, mm-hmm. and uh, it just seems very traditional, but a whole new take. So I'm in for it. This time, it's like you got to collect... like maybe like six plus like baby frogs and kind of make your way through people's houses. It's like a toy story frogger game. Cool. So I like it. I'm going to probably give it a couple more levels and um, see if I continue or not. So
1: how do you view Apple arcade in like your current gaming ecosystem? Do you view it as like, Hey, I'm on the train or I have like a 15 minute lunch break. I'm just going to, you know, take out my phone, my iPad and play. Do you view it as like, Hey, Hey, I have 2 hours to, I have 2 hours instead of playing a console game I'm going to play this on my phone or iPad like how do you view it in your ecosystem as what type of gaming are you looking for when you think about the Apple Arcade
0: For me this reminds me of like my uh like a, like a pocket full of tricks I don't know what that like kind of relates to but like a pocket full of tricks to me is like I always have something on me it's mm-hmm. kind of like oh but wait so like I like if I'm at like I don't know if I'm waiting for something at like Target or like I'm somewhere where I'm like have some downtime for like five minutes. I can Mm -hmm. pull out my bag of tricks, AKA the arcade, slash phone, whatever games I can play there for then. So I like to have it as kind of like my, yeah, I could game right Mm now. Or if I'm like in bed, just chilling, give the game a couple of goes. And uh, yeah, but that goes the same with like any mobile game. Like Mm -hmm. you just kind of play when you can. Like I don't have, you know, I don't take the train. Mm -hmm. I don't. I do a lot of driving, so I gotta pay attention. So yeah. Every little moment of downtime, like if I'm waiting for something to cook, or I don't want to fire up the game, like the console or whatever, I try it out.
1: If you had a choice to be playing a game on your Xbox or PlayStation Four, or play like one of these games on your Apple TV if you if you enjoy the setup playing on the remote or if play using your Xbox or using your Xbox, mm-hmm. what would you
0: choose? I think I'd have to go console okay. xbox or ps4 just because if i know i have like like time for it yes i'm gonna That's go I'm, I'm gonna yep. go all out you know okay. what i mean like there are times where like i'll have time for it but like sometimes i just don't want to like i don't want to invest too much time in it or i only have like 20 minutes mm-hmm. like monster hunter takes 20 minutes just to like <laughs> hunt one bad guy down or whatever and uh, yeah this is just something quick gotcha keep myself so it's like
1: a quick have 10 15 20 minutes to spare on to play some mm-hmm. games Versus yeah. like I want the one, two hour, three hour more traditional console experience. Yeah,
0: or like if I'm at like the DMV, mm-hmm. like the once a year, it's just nice to have. Just gotcha. kind of have, you know, keep me keep me occupied in that hell hole. <laughs> 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 what about you, man?
1: I kind of view it in two ways. like, it's, like I, I, I definitely agree that it is a collection of like really interesting mobile games that have a little bit more depth and some of the mobile games I made previously playing, there's a little bit more polished. Musically, it's a little bit more interesting. The gameplay has a little bit more complexity to it. But playing a game like uh, Sayonara Wire Hearts on my iPad, that was like a two-hour experience. I played on my iPad mm-hmm. for two hours, which is I've never done before, and I enjoyed it. It was fun. So I think... I think Apple Arcade is doing a really good job of giving us like Grindstone and Frogger and Dodo Peaks and like s- some of those more traditional, like, hey, I have 15, 20 minutes. I could get like a good round in like mobile experience. But with like Sinar Wild Hearts, Oceanhorn 2, I think those are, and uh, Cat Quest 2, I think those are more like, oh, this is, this is a more, this is a really a console game that you are able to play on your phone.
0: How do you, how do you feel about, um, your, how's your decision making when playing like mobile games? Cause you're or like portable games. Like yeah now that you have the, like the Apple arcade, mm-hmm. how do you think about like, do I want to play like a half hour on the arcade or I want to play on the switch? Cause I know you take the switch to go a lot. I do. So how do you kind of like balance your portable options? I guess is the way to say it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh,
1: Even though the switch is portable, I still view it as a. I put in the dock, I play on TV. It's like my more of like my TV console. When I like when I would uh, play it like on the train, I would definitely find games that I know I could play within like 20 minutes. So it would be like, ooh, I definitely could beat a cop in Mario Kart in 20 minutes. I definitely could beat in Smash Brothers. I definitely could beat a, 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 a. a story like a fighter mm-hmm. story yeah or if i was playing like uh super mario deluxe i know i could get a couple uh a couple in. couple levels in interesting so but like next big link uh next big uh, switch game i'm playing is like links awakening i definitely want to play that on yep. the console that that's very similar to you like with monster hunter it was like it might take me 10 to 15 minutes to like where do i need to go again okay i need to find talk to this guy and then if I get this yep. item, I could go into the temple. And then this temple is probably going to take me an hour to solve. Yep. So like when so when it comes to like those type of experiences, I feel like a TV or on like a PC monitor, like where you're like on the couch, relax, mm-hmm. seems the best. But if something's like a short 20 minutes, uh, I feel like 20 minutes, and it's like then it kind of slides more into the uh, possibly the more Apple Arcade range for me. Nice. But I am definitely, depending how well it plays on Apple TV, how easy the setup is. And, like, cause sadly, the Apple TV, uh, their chipset is kind of behind. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the Apple 10X, like, Fusion. And, like, right now we're up to 13. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, if it has, like, the power to run some of those more traditional console experiences mm-hmm. well on on, on on the TV. I was hearing some reports of, like, Ocean Horde 2, Ocean Hort 2, like, really chugging on, like, an iPad Pro X, a Pro which has, like, a, a more advanced chipset than Apple TV. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is kind of a, con- a small concern is, like, how well will some of these games transfer overall? Because uh, most times, like, your your phone is your most powerful, like, portable device versus yeah. your iPad, unless you have, like, an iPad Pro. Like, yeah. your phone is more powerful than Apple TV and most yeah. kind of generic iPads. So I'm so performance is I'm a little concerned about. So my, my saving grace is hopefully it plays really well on the iMac, which we won't find out until October. Yeah. But if it plays well on the iMac and like, I get like, I'm not getting like frame rate issues and like the resolution still looks good. Then I feel like I'm really in a, a a tough situation where (laughs) I really would have to like this, like really dedicate time one versus the other. Totally, and that'll just be based on like what games like are hot at the moment.
0: The Apple Arcade doesn't have any games that are like super heavy, right? Like I saw, it had like a its knockoff version of like uh, Breath of the Wild. That's sort of the game we're like.
1: talking about. Ocean Horror is the knockoff Breath of the Wild. And that game is super hard and like graphically intense. But you're right, most of the games currently are not like that. And uh, the Hot Lava game, I've been told, mm-hmm. are, like the two games where like it's really pushing the graphical boundaries.
0: Yeah, interesting. Well, we'll give you an update when uh, we were able to try it out on the Apple TV. So I just wonder, like, what, what's it, like, in store? Because obviously now they have competition kicking in, because mm-hmm. was it Google or Android that introduced or, like, brought up their arcade now, too? Yes. So I wonder where Apple's like, all right, here's a preview. Now it's time to, like, really compete mm-hmm. and bring out, like, the heavy guns to it, or Android is ready to, you know... Like, what's next? What's in store is what I want to know. So,
1: that's yeah, that's such a great question. Because, like, what is next? Is it more like Grindstone, Frogger, Dodo piece, kind of like high end mobile gaming, or is it more Ocean Horns? And I, uh, uh, or like, is it more like an Ocean Horn 2 experience? Like, hey, we're giving you a game that you could play on your PS4 for maybe mm-hmm. 20 or 30 bucks, but for five bucks, you get to play it on on apple arcade yeah because it's it's kind of tough currently to tell like what set of uh gamers are they trying to get yeah are they trying to get me and you are they trying to get the people who mostly play traditional console gaming mm-hmm. or they're trying to get like mine sure. or they're trying to get like my nephew and nieces who primarily play games on their phone or on iPhone?
0: yeah
1: i wondered yeah that's you know, just like a tough thing to figure out because like right now the mix is pretty balanced like maybe like pretty balanced if like 50 50 of yeah. like more traditional. Hey, this is fun to play on the mobile because it's a touch-based game. It has like the touch-based is the best mm-hmm. way to possibly play it. Versus other games where like they have like Sonic uh, Team Racing, which is their kart racer. That that's game probably requires a controller to really enjoy the experience. Obviously, you can play it on touch, <laughs> yeah, but like it's, it's, it's and, and, like that's a type of game where like I think a controller is the uh, the way to go. So I guess as in many things, only time will tell what Apple does. But I think they're off to a good start. I think Definitely. people. i think a lot of people are impressed with it so far
0: apple arcade solid um which also like i was looking at some of the games mm-hmm. that they had available and then i started to realize that like there's some kind of like genres that i kind of just like stopped playing like racing for example like i i never really got super into racing like i loved like mario kart mm-hmm. and like never got super into it but i noticed myself like never really given them a chance like just because like there was something about it that really made me fall out maybe because it was just like the same like consistent mm-hmm. like thing but what are some of the like the games that you kind of had a falling out with
1: rpgs and jrpgs mm-hmm. they're, it's like i would have to find like a jrpg or an rpg that is like so friendly and easy to understand for me to like the one, like, I'm currently thinking of is like, for the Super Nintendo was uh, Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. It was an RPG, but it was, like, really, like, slim down and, like, streamlined and, like, simple to understand. That, like, it was fun for me to play, but, like, the Final Fantasies of the world or the Secret of Manas or any of those type or the Nino Coonies. Yeah. Those games are just not my thing. this the idea of investing 50, 60, 80, 90 hours or 100 just to get, like, the complete story. Mm-hmm just seems daunting and draining and like intimidating to get into
0: is that something that like because we all obviously read reviews and we kind of see you know where the games are going is that something that would really turn you off from it like knowing that like let's say for example like breath of the wild nintendo kills it with link Mm -hmm. and uh knowing that that game is heavy with hours to play is that something that's just like all right i'm not even gonna try it like i don't care what the reviews are but this isn't for me sort of thing
1: yes 95 percent of the time yes mm. even though i did invest 75 hours in breath of the wild <laughs> yeah. i was gonna, like dang you picked like the exception to the rule
0: yeah i knew it you picked, I, the, <laughs> you, did,
1: you picked the exception to the rule but when i bought breath of the wild i bought a strategy guide nice knowing that like the
0: ancient relics do like like, like finding
1: the relics and find like i know like a lot of these puzzles are so obtuse that like it turns me off. from actually enjoying like the overall experience. Yeah. So like I needed a little bit of a, a helping hand for me to enjoy the game,
0: which is something that we'll touch on in a little bit when you brought up like, uh, like strategies and, you know, sort of like material for games, which little sneak peek, we'll talk about that in a second. But as far as like knowing, you know, uh, like what the game consists of. It's just it's interesting that like little things like that will really turn you off from a game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel kind of like not salty, but I'm kind of bummed out sometimes where like I want to play fighting games. Like for me, fighting games are the ones that like look so cool to start. But then I'm like, I know I'm not gonna play this for more than like a day. Like the new Mortal Kombat. That looks awesome. I'm not gonna play it. So me and fighting games had a falling out. Except, like, I loved uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter. True. I, and you
1: love Smash.
0: And I love Smash Bros. So, it's, like, it's kind of weird to think about, like, it's like, a whole category of games that, like, I don't even consider. Like, mm-hmm. Injustice 1 and 2. Um, like, Primal Instinct came out again. Like, those are games I played when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I just don't play them now because I kind of fall out with them. But I'm willing to kind of give it, like, another go. But... I feel like those are just ones that I have to get like, mad cheap. Like, that's a used GameStop game that I know that I'm not going to fully invest my money into.
1: What's like the main reason you fall out of them? just like lack of content beyond like okay, you beat like the boss eight, you beat like eight random computer characters you want to crown is not like more beyond that no did,
0: yeah nothing really intense the last game i the last fighting game i bought was uh dragon ball fighter z mm-hmm. i love dragon ball z sure and i really wanted to see how this go, like, goes because i love Budokai for the ps2 but then the fighting games that dragon ball like released after that really seemed far-fetched so i kind of gave up on it but then they returned with like the classic you know side-scrolling fighting style mm-hmm. that a lot of us are like very familiar with and I bought it and I knew that just like casually for like free playing wasn't gonna do it enough so I checked the story out yeah the story is like the same thing mm. and it's just like you pick like a uh you ever play Mortal Kombat yeah <laughs> you pick like your uh
1: your, like your skill you pick your oh, skill
0: okay like, your path yeah and then that's like easy medium and hard yeah and then that's about it. I see. Nothing changes, so it's like this is kind of.
1: So you're looking. So if if a fighting game has like the sky scrolling mechanics that you like, but with a story, would that kind of entice you more to buy it? Then I don't know. I see. see.
0: This is it's like it's tricky to kind of like try to find an answer to like what would bring me back to a fighting game. Like, sure. Like obviously, like their stories can't do a lot. You know what I mean? Like I remember X Men versus Street Fighter, like. You play, like, a grand total of, like, like six car- like six teams. Mm-hmm. And then you fight Apocalypse. And then, like, you get Ryu's story. Or you get, you know, Spider-Man's story. And then mm-hmm. that's it. And it's just, like, well, I know I have to beat it again with, you know, Cyclops just to get, like, a story. And it's, like, I don't want to do this all over again. like, mm-hmm. And then that's it. And I'm done. But see, then there comes a situation. Like, there's a one-off, like, Super Smash Bros. World of Light. I invested hours into that but it's like literally the same thing and like i don't know why i decided to play that one for so long so i don't know man but i definitely would love to figure out like what's the reasoning behind me like abandoning fighting games so it's tragic yeah
1: another genre that i have abandoned that i try to come back to every couple of years is uh, first-person shooters. The reason I kind of ban first-person shooters. Uh, one, most first-person shooters don't really have a, like a really interesting story. Yeah, it's kind of like your standard like kill. Pretty much like you know <laughs> like you're you're a good guy there's some bad guys in the world and you know you go on your mission there's not much like character depth or like reasons behind your actions besides okay like a to b uh so that's one One reason two i'm not particularly good at first person two. because kind of uh lessens your enjoyment mm-hmm. of game if you're not like particularly good at it so like if you so yeah, if you're
0: it, getting smoked every like two seconds it's kind of like very frustrating if you it,
1: yeah it's confined to that or if it's just like too easy then it's like, oh, it's, yeah. it like then it feels like pointless. It's like, it's like, you, it's like in like any video game, you're trying to find like the right balance of like, oh, this is challenging, but like, I could, I know I could get through it. Mm-hmm. That's a genre that I, I try to come back to, but like I, I, every time I play one, it's like, uh, it's like, I'm not very good at these games. Yeah. The story is not very interesting, man. And then it, sometimes it goes down to hours too. Sometimes like, cause the gameplay isn't very interesting to me. Yep as, like, some, like, sometimes, like, after, like, a couple hours, like, oh, this is kind of fun for a couple hours. But then I was like, oh, man. then sometimes, like, if I look at, like, on a wiki, like, I'm only, like, a quarter of the way through the game <laughs> yeah. or a third way through the game. Like, I have to do this for another, like, ten more hours. Yeah. Or, like, I like I had my, like, fun, like, oh, I used to remember playing GoldenEye and liking this. And, like, I remember the nostalgic factor of playing these games. and mm. then after, like, that wears off, I'm like, and if this game's not over within the next hour, I'm like, I got to bounce. This is... <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, like, I, 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 I totally think the same way, man. Like, sometimes it's just, like, it's very, like, simple. Yeah. And it's just, like, okay, I got to run through this village. Mm-hmm. Like, don't find me. And then I get to shoot people. Like, yeah. I can see how that can, like, really just, like, push you away from video games. But I used to love, like, Modern Warfare, like, the Call of Duty games. Like, they had awesome stories. Like, mm-hmm. I loved those. Like, But then, like, after that, it all kind of seemed very... Like, I don't know, like, all shooters were trying to do too much. Like, Titanfall came out, and, I mean, it was cool and all, but then, like, you're, like, gliding on walls, and then, like, you're just way too advanced, and then it kind of just turned me off. And then I kind of abandoned shooters, too. There wasn't any game that really, like, oh, I got to play this. But then, like, you start to miss it. And then, like, because the same goes with, like, Madden. Like, I miss Madden. I think I'm going to pick up the new Madden. But, like, with shooters, it's, like, all right, I'm hearing a lot of good things about the new Call of Duty and Gears, so it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I think that's time to make a comeback. It also helps for me personally that like these stories are like, like top notch, like they're getting yeah. highly rated, and they, when a game starts getting highly rated for the campaign too, then I get interested because I love playing like Halo, like that campaign was solid, so I think I'm gonna make my way back to Gears and uh, Call of Duty in this last half of the year, so. I'm actually pretty hyped about that. nice so righty so you brought up a really interesting topic and that was uh, strategies mm-hmm. which again big ups to you for Thank using you. strategies. Um, I got an interesting question for you. since we are just so crammed with information about video games these days, yep. do you think your experience as a gamer would be better if you were to like cut off your social media? And kind of just relied on magazines. So everything is still kind of like a surprise to you. You think you would have a higher satisfaction of playing Link's Awakening if you never saw the review. Or that it was being worked on until a a magazine. Or so on so far to whatever games you've been playing.
1: I think I might be actually. It seems kind of weird because you feel like you would be in the dark. And I wouldn't even know about Link's Awakening until probably it was announced at E3. Mm -hmm. and probably like two months after what i know it's really like it's finally being released but it would probably increase my interest in like certain games and it would probably bring me back to the time previous to the internet you didn't know until you read game pro or or nintendo power or help like not be so influenced by the internet sometimes Mm -hmm. because sometimes uh, like a game gets like a six or seven and that's a fine score, most mm-hmm. and we- most website that I mean, good to okay. yeah, but sometimes when you like you keep reading that over and over again, you it kind of it turns uh, you off. turns you off on a game that you might actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. if you really read that's like the reason it got a seven. Because sometimes when you just look at the score from, like, all the sites, 6, 7, you're like, oh, it's 6, I'm, you don't even worry about reading the actual article the yep. guy is actually writing or the video. Mm-hmm. So if I only had magazines to rely on and I saw a 7, because that's my only source, when I saw that 7, I would actually have to read the article to get a better understanding why he gave it a 7. Because mm-hmm. maybe he gave it a 7 because... The frame rate was a little choppy. Yeah. But then, I, as we know, there's so many patches now. So I feel like, well, frame rate's a little choppy. Maybe that will get patched out in a couple, uh, a couple uh, well, patches takes. from now. Yeah. So maybe I would if he says the music's really good and the gameplay's a type of gameplay I like to play, and then you mm-hmm. know, it has a cool story and the graphics are nice.
0: Since so you said you got a game informer recently, do they review games on there like that, or do they kind of just give you like, oh? You oh, know, it's a
1: pretty in-depth review. Actually, it's, it's pretty good. Nice. It's, uh Like, oh, it, most reviews are a whole page. And they go pretty in depth on uh, gameplay and graphics. And
0: is that before or after the game comes out? After the game comes out. Oh, nice.
1: The game Informer is always like a month behind, so all their reviews are games that came out at least a month ago.
0: Which would be, which what I feel would still give you a chance to try it. So you'd still get the chance to try that six or that seven, to mm-hmm. where like you can make your own opinion first. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't know. I didn't know if like you know, these days in, like, print media for, you know, video games, that they review it first. Kind of how, like, we see all the information now on the internet where, Mm -hmm. like, IGN gets their hand on it. They're going to review it the day of. And then you see Link got a Mm 9.4. And then the game doesn't come out for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Then you set up your own expectations for it. Like, another reason why I'm getting Gears, man. Like, Gears got, like, a 9. Like, a really high rating. And, like, I'm already thinking, like, this game's going to be awesome. So I would I I would I would love to try that experiment out, do like a anti social media to see how it affects games. Because like even with like what is it Death uh, Death Stranding, mm-hmm. like I've seen so much shit about it. And it's just like it's kind of turning me away from the game. So interesting, cool man. Love to see that you're keeping the print media alive, man, for the video oh, games. Nice. Which like now that you brought that up, dude, I'm kind of curious. I'm wondering like maybe I should you know get a game informer and see how i like i react to it kind of like going through it because like i'm really into comics again these Mm -hmm. days so it's like gathering information that way and like maybe i don't want to say take a break from the phone but
1: reading a video game magazine really does is make you read about games you might have no interest in whatsoever oh true because with if that like if that's your only source then maybe I would know a little bit more about JRPGs or uh, real-time strategy game. if I'm just reading IGN or Kotaku, or scrolling through like Instagram or Twitter. I'm just looking for the games that I like. Uh, and the, the, the kind of the new thing I noticed in Game Informer is the last two pages are dedicated to mobile games. Oh, nice. So they reviewed Sky, and then they reviewed Dr. Mario. So I was like, oh, cool. that's nice. So like they, so they even though they are in print, they are trying to. Get on the uh, mobile gaming trend and giving Stay that some giving that some good space, but nice, I'll be interested in seeing as I uh, continue to read, especially with Apple Arcade coming out. I wonder, you know, how many Apple Arcade games are going to review? Definitely. So that's kind of an interesting uh, wrinkle. That's Plus, cool, man. Uh, they do a really good job of uh, previewing games beyond us, like a blurb. Uh, and this not as feels like a necessary viewing
0: this game informer
1: <laughs> issue but they had this uh, preview of the Blair Witch game
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and like reading the preview I was like man I'm gonna have to get an xbox I'm gonna have to cop an <laughs> xbox from somebody because yeah. this Blair Witch game seems awesome yeah it seems really cool it's like I got like I got to understand like who made the game and like the games that they developed and like some of the games I was familiar with they, they made uh, the creator uh, made uh, layers of fear, I believe the name is the mm-hmm. title, or fears of layer, something of that nature. I was like, oh, I kind, I kind of remember seeing that game, like a preview of it. So they do a good job of like explaining who made the game and like giving you some back history, but they also do like a very nice job of explaining the me- game mechanics and the story in a way that's like enticing to like you to like it teases you to like, oh, I really, re- I really do want to try out this game.
0: Cool, man. All it really takes sometimes too is just like a picture of a game. Like, mm-hmm. if you're scrolling through and you kind of don't, like, you're, like, what, meh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the screenshot looks like something that's, like, you know, a monster and you have to fight it. Or, like, something with, like, Astral Chain. You're, like, oh, this looks cool. I'm going to check it out.
1: Yeah, so with a magazine, like, you don't have that, like, quick-scrolling type of scenario. Where, like, right now, like you, like you said, if that screenshot doesn't capture you or the headline doesn't capture you, mm-hmm. then you're going to miss Next. it. And you might, this might be a game that you actually might be actually interested in but because... We're just okay. so used to, we just have so much information overload that if it doesn't catch your eye within like a half a second, then it like and a scroll, it's, it's over.
0: Yep. Awesome, man. Well, we're about to wrap things up here. Um, awesome conversation. I like that. I it really, was, really want to see if I can be influenced by, you know, media like that. So yeah, I could dig it.
1: That's solid for a side quest. It'll be interesting as, you know, as we get busy with life. And other things will be interesting, how these uh, side quests evolve between me and you, or Albert and you, Definitely. or me and Albert, and yeah. see where that takes us. That's totally. So yeah. uh, as, uh, let us know. Yeah. This is our first side quest. Let us know how you feel about a more like intimate, one-on-one conversation.
0: Totally. Yeah, this, uh, this, was, this was cool, man. I liked it. And uh, we'll have AD back next week. The gang will be in full force. And uh, again, don't be... Don't be shy. Show us some love on Instagram. We are at the Gaming console Podcast. Find us. Interact with us. Uh, we'll have you know a couple of new things coming up. Uh, Facebook again. Like I said earlier, we are on Facebook, y'all. Find us at the Gaming console Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Gay the Gaming Council. I'm not one hundred percent sure about that one. I forgot Twitter. might have to chop this part out. out. Uh, So find us on Facebook. Uh, We are also live on the interwebs at GamingCouncilPod.com. Show us some love. And we have been the Gaming Council. I've been joined by Mikey B. And I am Josh. And the side quest is over. Gaming Council out.